Support for the Couples Council comes from Mercia Wellness and Consulting. Their purpose is to equip you with the right skills for a happy and healthy relationship. Services available in office or virtual. Schedule your consultation now. For more information, visit MerciaWellness.com. Mercia Wellness and Consulting, small steps, big changes. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. Please consult a licensed professional for your mental health needs. Now, now on, on with, with the, the show. show. Hello and welcome to the Couples Council. I am your host, Dr. Jameson Mercier, and today I am sitting alongside nobody. That's right. For this episode, Herdeen got uh, the night off, and for good reason, because it is her birthday. Yay. Clap, clap, clap. Yay. Yeah, my baby's celebrating her birthday. Um... On the 28th, so the day that this episode is released. Not sure when you're listening to it, but uh, feel free to send her some birthday love. Um, She really deserves it. And in honor of it being her birthday, what, uh, in addition to giving her the day off, what I decided to do was make this show basically all about her. Well, for a couple of reasons. One, she deserves it. You know, uh, we've been through a lot and I'm sure we'll continue to go through a lot. But I wanted to acknowledge her and just say some things about her that I probably, um, well, I could say them in front of her, but it just wouldn't be the same, you know. And so uh, the other reason is uh, a whole lot less editing because uh, we can probably do this in one take. Just kidding. Love you, babe. But we're going to, well, I'm going to talk about her, Dean, and just let you know uh, some things about her. You know, um, you've been hearing us now for a couple months now at this point, and um, you know who she is, you know her backstory, but you primarily know it from her perspective. And so, what I wanted to do is give it to you from the other side. And who knows you better in many ways than your spouse, right? There are things about you that your spouse realizes that you yourself doesn't know. Um, some good, some bad. But in the end, that's what makes you you, which is why they love you. Okay. So this show, um, I've called it 10 Reasons I Love Her Dean. And uh, we'll just get right into it. The first reason is uh, she left Tampa for me. Now, you may say leaving Tampa, what's so special about Tampa? What many people don't know is at the time that we left Tampa, we had already established ourselves. We'd already uh, begun careers. We'd purchased a home. And not just a home that we, you know, going out and picking one and buying it. But the home was one that we bought even before there was a shovel in the ground. Yeah. We bought this house in pre-construction. And during the build, we made trips there. We saw a lot. We have pictures. And, 
You know, we picked the flooring, we picked the layout, the cabinet, you name it. The I mean, we did it all together and we painted and we had it in our minds that we would settle into this house and live there forever, have our kids there. And you know how that goes, right? And then here I come and I say, well, I think I want to go and uh, get a doctorate. And she's like, oh, cool, great, sure. I said, well, maybe not so great because there are two options at the time while I was considering one was Tallahassee and the other was South Florida. And she'd been to Tallahassee for school and she says, you know what, I'm not going back. Nothing but cows up there. So I'd, if we're going to do this, I'd prefer to go back to South Florida. But babe, are you sure this is what you want to do? And that's a loaded question because at the time, Herdine was also pregnant with our first daughter. And the other person who was also pregnant was her sister. And the plan was that uh, they would have their babies together and raise them together and do sister things like sister manicure days and pedicure days and sister shopping trips and I was ruining all of that you know as a matter of fact the day we finally left it was almost as if she was being abducted almost as if I kidnapped her and she'll tell you she cried the whole way back the whole drive it was a hard move for her and I acknowledged and I understand that she did it for me because she could have said hell no you know what we're here we said this is what we're gonna do and if you want to go to school you can go to school but I'm not going anywhere but she didn't do that and she decided to follow along and come with me and um, we we've been down here ever since no guarantee that we'll always be here but that was a big sacrifice that she made for me. Um, sometimes I say for us, but really it was for me because that isn't something that she wanted. And so I, um, I love her for that, you know, for, for setting her needs and her wants aside for me. And I know it wasn't easy. The second reason is she worries about me. Now, it's, you know, your mom, your, your friends, they'll worry about you, but there's a way that her dean worries about me. And I mean, she worries about the kids too and her parents. The way her dean worries about me at times is it, it can be annoying, you know? It can be like, God, will you just relax? But she worries to the point where, like, she'll lose sleep, she won't eat, um, she she worries sacrificially um and and i did not understand it at first but the only thing i can attribute it to now is that's one way she expresses her love and i've heard that before working with couples but it never clicked on me until i began to think about uh this episode but when someone worries themselves sick over someone else that is love 
And so that's the second reason, you know, I I love her dean. Uh number 3 um she's a terrible person to go to the movies with. Um and I really mean that. The only thing that her dean can watch is the romance comedy. Feel free to try. She can't watch any action flicks. She can't watch any action flicks. No suspense. No thriller. Definitely no scary movies. But she will go. She will brave it. She will brave the uh, heartbeat, uh, the heart palpitations. She'll go there and not see a thing. She'll hear it and she'll be freaked out. But she'll go. Why? Because I ask her to. She will accompany me. Now, I don't always make her go. Sometimes I don't want her to go. But if it means spending time with me, she's going to do it. And, and, and that's cool. That's cool. And in return, every now and then, I'll watch, uh, you know, silly romance comedy. Um, I'll bear it. Okay? Thank you, babe. Uh, number four, uh, she's a terrible singer. But but guess what, though? It's cool. It's cool. Now, the fact that I know that her dean is a bad singer means I've heard her sing before. And I don't mean singing in church or singing like, you know, in a competition or anything. She walks around the house, in the shower, wherever, singing out loud, in the bed, in the kitchen. She sings out loud. Um, and there's something about a wife who sings out loud in her house. You know, it adds to the atmosphere. It, it, it brings an extra sense of joy, a sense of life. I know when I hear her singing, I don't judge it for the, the, the quality of the singing, right? I, I relish in the fact that she, whatever it is she's thinking about, you know, she, that's, that, that's like it's an expression of her spirit. She's home and she's singing. Um, many husbands don't hear their wives sing. Many husbands don't know if their wives can sing or not. They're just, the wives just clam up. But she sings, and, and I appreciate that about her. Number five, Herdeen also, uh, she challenges me. Now, there are some things that don't come easy for me. Um, for example, um, when it comes to paying compliments, and I may have mentioned this before in a previous episode, and it's not compliments just to her, even to our girls uh, and, and Jason and the kids in general. Um, I am the kind of person whom I admire you. I compliment you in silence or I admire you in secret. And I realized because of her, Dean, that I was doing that. She said before numerous times that words of affirmation are her love language and she needs to hear these things out loud as well as she freely pays compliments to the girls, uh, to our boys, to anybody. And, 
you know, in the past I've tried, but I just, that doesn't come easy for me. And she once said to me, well, listen, babe, they need to hear you, the girls and the boys. And not only do they need to hear you, but I need to hear it too. And it's strange for me because I understand what compliments do to people. I understand what words of affirmation does to people. Um, But if it were not for her challenging me in that regard, I don't know that I would be able to do it. Well, number one, because I wasn't thinking about it. You know, I've said before, I didn't grow up in a home where, I, you know, compliments were just kind of like free-flowing or as free-flowing as they were in her house. Not that we didn't get them. It just, you know, it wasn't a thing. Uh, Also, uh, with my dad passing when uh, I was nine, right, and then having met him at seven, I didn't witness my dad paying compliments to my mother or me, my brother, my sister. So that isn't something that I learned until... um, my dear wife decided that that was something that I ought to do. So I appreciate that about her as well. Number six, Herdine is an awesome mother. Okay. She is a great mom. She is a sacrificial mom. And I know where she gets it from. I know where she gets it from. She gets it from her mom. She gets it from her mother. And I suspect also from her grandmother when she had her in her life. Um, I can't I can't um, tell you how glad I am that she is the mother of my kids, okay? And this isn't to say that we all we're always in agreement with parenting styles, um, how the kids should dress. We're talking about something completely different altogether. When, when, when I'm talking to her, Dean, about the kids, when I'm talking to her about what the kids need, you know, um, there's no hesitation. There's no question about what we're going to do for the kids. Um, if I'm talking about plans for us in the future, or plans for the business, um, without question, she will say, well, how does that work for the kids? What does that mean for the girls? What does that mean for the boys? And I, you know what? I appreciate that. I may not always like hearing it, but I'm glad that I have her there for the times when I may not be fully aware of what my thoughts or my plans or my actions might mean for our kids. But being the mother that she is, she, she, you know, she, um, she makes sure that the kids are not an afterthought. So I love her for that. I I appreciate her for the fact that she is an awesome mother. Number seven, her Dean Uh, is a great lover. Yes, I said it. Yeah, she's a great lover. Now, before your minds go too far into the gutter, right? You know, I I, I just want to hold your attention for a little. Don't go there just just yet. 
When I say she's a great lover, I don't just mean physically. Now, I don't also mean that's not great either because, listen, we, we, we do some things. Trust me. But more than physically, there's a, the level of intimacy that exists between Herdine and I. It's, it's emotional. It is, it is spiritual. It is all-encompassing, right? It is, the intimacy is vulnerable, right? Um, and while it's something that we've developed over the years, it's something that's not always been easy. I appreciate the journey to where we are now. There are many couples who do not talk about sex, which always intrigues me because all couples, most couples at least, will want to have good sex, as much sex, exciting sex, spontaneous sex, as much of it as they, or quality or good sex, however you want to label it, that's what they want. But how the hell do you get that if you're not talking about it, right? How do you figure out what that looks like if you are not exploring what you need, what your spouse needs, what works for you together? And so she's a great lover because she's been willing to engage me in that conversation, okay? She's been willing to hear some of the things that I have to share, um, she's been also willing to share with me some of her needs, desires, fears, right? Um, and together, together we've built a beautiful thing. And for that, I really, truly love and appreciate her. Number eight, the eighth reason I love her, Dean, is because she tolerates my foolishness. You know, I have some antics and I have some ideas. And sometimes, you know, they may be out of this world, but she tolerates them. Now, that the, there was that one time, you know, where she snitched to my mom about my plans to get a tattoo. Yeah, I mean, grown-ass man married with kids, you know, paying his own bills, and she decided she's going to tell on me to my mom right go figure um, aside from that though she allows me to be me you know we all have a, a crazy wild side to us and anybody who will tell you any differently is lying to you and to themselves um, over these years her dean has learned that about me yes yeah, sometimes I just want to go I just want to do some things um, sometimes she will accompany me on these things. Um, like on our camping trip, uh, we went whitewater rafting. Um, she was hesitant at first and perhaps rightly so because we did end up falling out of the boat and being, uh, under the boat for a little bit. But when everyone comes out laughing and smiling and grateful that we didn't die, that's an experience, you know? She 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 tolerates me for that. She accompanied me on that. Um, or when we go diving into the cenotes in Mexico, right? 
Now, she didn't accompany me on that, but she did not hold me back. You know, when I decided I was going to jump into a deep, dark hole, not knowing what creatures are lurking under there, her words, not mine. She's like, you crazy as hell, but it's your life. You know, she tolerated me for that. Um, when I just, when I decided that we were going to adopt some stray cats, she's like, what the hell are you talking about? We already have a dog. I said, but babe, just look at them. Aren't they cute? She's like, listen, she tolerated me with that. You know, now we're, we almost got a zoo here. When you have a partner who will tolerate some of your foolishness, some of your antics, you know, and still love you for that. Yeah, you know, sometimes the cats are messy. Sometimes the dog gets in the way. But she tolerates that because she loves me, right? She could care less, could not care any less for dogs or cats. But because I do, because I'm the animal person, She's okay with it. And I love her for that as well. Number nine, Herdeen trusts me. Now, when I say trust, I'm not just talking about cheating, right? That's understood. Um, as a matter of fact, in the beginning of our relationship, I said, babe, I, I will never cheat on you. If it ever got to that, I will we would end it before I cheat on you because that's just not what's going to happen. Um, but she trusts me um, in my decision-making. Now, let me just briefly say, you know, I don't always make the best decisions, okay? I will be the first person to admit that. Trust me, you do not have to tell me. You do not have to remind me. I will tell you, okay, I don't always make the greatest decisions. Do not, I repeat, do not let the PhD fool you. And over the last years of marriage, I've made some big mistakes. Some we talk about, some we, you know, openly, some I've shared with you. Um, we've made some bad financial mistakes. We've made some crazy business mistakes, um, mostly because of me. Right. I'm the one with the ambition. I'm the one with the drive and some deals that I brought us in don't always pan out. It might cost you a couple hundred dollars. It might cost you a couple thousand. It may cost us a couple, you know, tens of thousands. But here's the thing, though, right, despite these poor decisions and these mistakes, whether they're about, you know, where we live or how we accomplish a certain goal or whether it's about money or whether it's about relationships we make with other people. She trusts me. And what she what I, what I believe she trusts is that I have very good intentions for us. I'm not trying to hurt us it is not my plan to deceive us she trusts that when i make a decision i am doing it with the best interests of my family and she doesn't 
she may have questions, but she doesn't question my motives. She doesn't question my intent. And when you have someone who trusts you and is willing to forgive you for when you screw things up, that is big. That is big because the whole world, everything is risky. And all you can do is make a decision with the information that you have. Sometimes you have good information. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes you have plenty. Sometimes not enough. But regardless, she says, you know, you know what, babe? Okay, I trust you. Or I don't know that this is right, but I'm going to walk down this path with you. And that that isn't something I take lightly. It isn't something I take for granted because I'm keenly aware of the fact that we could be fighting back and forth. But most times we don't. We don't. And so I love her for that. And number 10, and while number 10, this is the last one for for the sake of this listen, this episode, it's not the final thing, um, but 10 is big. I love her, Dean, because she supports my family. Now, my mother recently became ill and was forced uh, to retire. She was unable to continue working. And with her not being able to work, it now became up to us, not just her, Dean and I, but my brother, my sister, you know, her kids to come together and support her. Now, we had to make some serious adjustments. We had to have some hard conversations and hard meaning uh, some very honest and raw conversations between us and between the group of us as to how is this going to work. And all along, Herdeen never once complained. And even to this day, she doesn't complain. Sometimes I say, babe, I don't know that we can do this or my mother needs this. And I'm telling you, I feel like, you know, it may not happen. And she says, well, listen, babe, mom needs it. Mom needs our help. And when you hear someone else tell you your mom needs help, what the hell are you talking about? We got to do this. That snaps, it, it snaps you back. And, you know, I'm always trying to make sure that, you know, she doesn't feel like she is being put behind or being replaced or not prioritized. And here she is telling me, listen, relax. I'm fine. Mom's not working. We're taking care of her and we'll be fine. And that is the kind of shit that as a man, having a wife who is with you like that, you know, for me, I really don't need anything else from her. The level of love and support that not just and not just to my mother, but to my my family, you know, Uh, There have been plenty of times when I just didn't feel like talking to them. You know, family has beef and family goes through things. And she'll say, what the hell are you doing? Are you stupid? You need to go talk to her. You need to go talk to them. Why are they calling me asking me for you? You know we don't do that. So you need to go fix it. 
And eventually, ultimately, I'm like, damn, she's right. And it's not because she doesn't want them to harass her. It's because she genuinely loves my family. And again, again, I don't love her because she loves my family. I love her, period. And I want her to know that I recognize her. I see her. I love her. And I appreciate her. And so, while she's not here, she is here. She's been, this is all about her. Um, I just want to wish her a happy birthday. Uh, We have some things we're going to do. We're going to have some fun with it. Um, She is a November baby. Um, So, if you're a November baby, happy birthday to you as well. Um, But today, for this episode... It's been all about my baby. So thank you guys for for listening. Thank you for enduring me while I brag about my baby. Um, You know how to get in touch with us. If you have someone in your life, and whether it's your spouse, your partner, whomever, I would encourage you to let them know. Send a letter. Send a text. Send a note. We're in the holiday season. We just got through Thanksgiving and we're not getting ready, you know, for Christmas and New Year's. If you've been lacking in that department, take some time and acknowledge them. Validate them. Show them that they're not forgotten. All right, guys, get in touch with us. Let us know that you are still listening. Um, We know you are because the downloads are climbing. Um, We know you are sharing with your friends because um, we're now also being heard in Mexico. Wow. I don't don't know if I said that already, but this podcast is continuing to reach people and places and corners of the world that um, I I, I just could not imagine. All right. And so I thank you and I'm grateful for you. If you want to get in touch with me. Uh, you know, Dr. Jameson Mercier, that's all over, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you want to get in touch with her, Dean, she's at The Wife Mentor. Okay, that's, again, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, uh, MercierWellness.com will take you right there. All right, that's MercierWellness.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for checking it out. And I wish you all the best have a great day have a good week and we'll catch you next time on the next episode of the couples council take care hey everybody thank you for listening to our mom and dad if you like them as much as we do then click subscribe and leave a comment but now they have to go because it's family time so go practice what you heard and we'll catch you on the next episode